Welcome to Talk of the Rift. This is a show about League of Legends, but if you're here right now, you probably already knew that. We did not put out a podcast last week because one of us was on vacation and one of us was sick. So, Logan, you were on vacation. How was that? It's pretty good. Froze my butt off That's ice it. fishing. <laughs> didn't catch any fish. There you fish. go. Actually, I didn't freeze I thought my that butt was... off because I it was actually really nice outside. Um, but I didn't catch okay. any fish, so... I thought that was going to end up pretty good, and then that was all we were going to get. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask about it. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> the other voice is Koobs. He was the one that was sick last week. I'm assuming you feel better? Uh, yeah, I do. Definitely, okay. definitely feel better, but I can't uh, can't do much moving around without feeling like I just ran a 10K. So. so do you have Omicron, or what's going on with that? I don't know what variant, but it was COVID. I'm getting retested Monday. Oh, I got you. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better now. Yeah. Uh, and you were vaccinated and boosted, so it's not like you got the full force of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it would have been terrible if I didn't, for sure. Yeah. But it was uh, just a couple days of feeling like absolute garbage, and then it started getting better, where I feel like if I wasn't, it would have been <laughs> not fun. Yeah. Because we initially had some, well, I had some ideas of maybe doing like a, a two-person, like half-hour thing or whatever, but uh, it just wasn't going to yeah, work just, out. So. You just heard me coughing the entire time. <laughs> yeah, and this isn't that kind of podcast. No, no. Um. Well, we've got a little bit of stuff to go through this week. We're going to talk about patch 12.2, which is out now. Uh, Reggie's still an asshole, but we're going to find out why that might be... Uh, legally troubling for him. And I think we're going to go over some some lock-in stage. I don't know if you guys watch any of it. Obviously, Logan, you're on vacation. We can go over look at the results. I watched uh, it. Talk about it. that for a minute. Okay. And then, uh, you know, as always, we're going to end on video game news. And there's a really big one this week that I yes, definitely don't want to skip over. So stay tuned yeah. for that. Yeah, my first, um, my first thought, when the big news happened... Uh huh. I was like, man, I don't want to talk about League of Legends in our podcast this week. I was like, I feel like this is just something you have to talk about. It's yeah. Like, Damn. But it's we'll get there. It's insane. But we're gonna start with. Well, do you want to do it in chronological order, or you just want to start with the way I wrote read it out? Twelve point two first. Sure. Sure. Let's let's do patch notes first. Um, I went over these a little bit with Koob's Last night, we talked about some stuff that we thought was significant. Um, most notably, uh, Samira's ult has base damage again at le- level one. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see if that really helps. It it should, I would think. It should help a lot. Senna's Q has a slow on it to give back to her from... Well, you know, she would take glacial augment before, so now she's got a little bit more crowd control in the lane. It that slow scales with AD. I can't believe that they put that in there. It's not like a flat, yeah, fifteen percent or twenty percent or whatever. I don't think like, they just want people to play her AP, and I don't know why. Everything has an ability power ratio on her. I don't get it. Wait, really? On Senna? Yeah, her ultimate has it. Her Q has it. Uh, I don't know about her W, but I think her E, with the move speed, maybe scales off it. I can't. Don't quote me on that one. But oh yeah, the, she's uh... got some like weird AP ratios. They just keep slapping onto her, and now the AP ratio makes the slow slower. So so the slow is twenty percent for two seconds, uh, but every one hundred bonus AD, it slows by an additional ten percent, and every one hundred uh, AP. It's an additional six percent. So is yeah. there a weird hybrid build that would be good here? No, if she's got AP ADs scaling, just, I don't know why you ADs would do that. Better, Gunblade would have been sick on her though. Would have loved that. But okay, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they do that to her. I don't. I. It's really weird. I think they just want her to be a very versatile like, build. Her build pass can be very like whatever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they want, because you can do, like, Lethality, you can do, like, Sunderer, you can do, uh, I guess, just those two. But uh, Crit, you can do Crit. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe they just want to keep the option open for people in ARAMs or something, but... 
I guess. I, I, back in the day, like every champion used to have AP and AD scaling. Yeah, there's a point in time where like Vayne was the only champion with only AD scaling. Yeah. Until and then Zed came along too, but. Um. The other things, let's see. Turbo Chem Tank is getting nerfed. Uh, so Tank Sad Akali won't be nearly as good. I saw Bjergsen playing it on stream. It was so good. Uh, imagine Akali, but now you can't kill her because you don't have the damage. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that in my game of League of Legends. I, I really don't. <laughs> I had fun with it while it was a thing. I don't know, maybe it's still okay, but we'll, I'll have to try it now after this. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we talk about. Oh, Tom Kench. Yeah, this is where I'm annoyed about this patch. Do you want to talk about Tom Kench? I, I mean, I for overall for solo queue, I really like this patch. For watching competitive, like, why are they buffing Samira and Tom Kench in the same patch? Do they want more Snorefests? I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Basically, with Tom Kench, he slows more. He gets more. What is it? More restored more regen off of the damage with a uh, ally nearby mm-hmm. i believe or visible it, enemy champions the, the health he gets from champions. gray health uh yeah. it, the ratio is increased when he has allies nearby and he move he gets move speed when he uh eats an ally which uh oh i'm sorry yeah support tom kench i'm sorry the thick skin is better when two or more visible enemy champions are nearby enemy mm-hmm. champions not allies so bot lane yeah bot lane or Aram. This yeah. does make Tom Kench an Aram monster, even more than he already was. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he he has a place as a support role now. Um, with Senna, for sure. So I, I, I really think that we'll be seeing that back. Uh, there's one test that I, we, we talked about that I want to try. <laughs> With uh, if mm-hmm. you cast Samira's R and then gets eaten by Tom Kench, I think the alt still goes off, and so he just runs at people with like <laughs> increased movement speed and you can't target her. You, you, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, increased sure. movement speed, I'm... you can't target her, and it's like, how do you? You can't kill the thing that's moving her either. It's just huge. Yeah, I believe Katarina's ultimate works the same way with Tom Kench. I think that is a thing. Yeah, that, that's that's why I think yeah. Samira's works that way because I know what I've done that with as Katarina. Um, God, could you imagine if like a new alt it. would work in there? <laughs> oh, oh my god, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be dumb. There's no way that one works. I don't believe that There's one. No shot. <laughs> so I don't, like, everything is seems super fun though for like individual champions. I mean. Rengar can leap from camouflage for that one map. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viger is getting some love with his getting cooldown reduction on his Q, and he can gets higher stacks off of the uh, cannon minion. Yep. By one, they're giving Zed Yone compensation buffs. I think don't. But Isn't that like five percent on their Q? Five percent. It's five percent AD, which I mean, I guess adds up with how much they're queuing, but still. Yeah. Um. But I'm psyched for the Lichbane changes. Lichbane felt so bad. Like that didn't really feel that bad, but it, it didn't feel like it was giving me the stats he needed. Right. Now getting the haste on it. Oh man, I'm ex- very excited for this item to be back in a lot of my builds. Uh, I think that might be what I'm most excited about is Lichbane being a good item again. I'm pretty psyched about that one. Yeah, the Spellblade cooldown going from two and a half seconds to one point five is actually Huge. insane. Yeah, it's at least in time in time with every other uh, Sheen item. Gives ability haste, which is massive. Do you more think... AP ratio? Uh, AP Gangplank is coming back full force, man. Oh, do the barrels apply Lichbane? Yep, they apply all the damage your Q would do. Oh my god, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty. So that's probably what I'm most excited about. Um. And there's some good nerfs too. The Shen nerf is deserved. Lulu nerf is deserved. And then big Janna changes where they're moving her power away from like her auto attacks into like more her tornado and longer range W poke. So I, I think that she has a place. She I think she might have a place in the meta because at least in solo queue. Right. Because I think that champion's so annoying to play against and scales so insanely well. Um, 
so all in all, I'm really excited for this patch. It does look like a fun one. On it. Was, was there anything in particular, Logan, that you saw in this patch that you wanted to talk about? I think Coob's covered most of it. I'm always down for a good Talon nerf. Um, yeah, that one, Ta- Talon jungle nerf specifically. Yeah, high elo people are very happy with that one. Yeah, I don't see it that much, and the ones they do suck. So. I really like the Rylai's buff. Um, very pro that. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know if I am. So I like it in one instance. What what he's talking about is Rylai's costs about 415 gold. Not about exactly 415 gold less to make. Um, 400. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 400. 3,026. It's going from 815 to 415. And I just I read it, uh, read it wrong. But ability power is going from ninety to seventy five, and then the health is going from three fifty to four hundred. So it's not as like damage impactful, but it makes you a little bit tankier, um, and you get to build it kind of a lot, like one full back earlier, pretty much. Yeah, a lot faster. So like two minutes, you'll get it two minutes earlier, basically. Yeah, if you're farming well. And a, a build that I've been playing around with that I like, but sometimes you can get really late on it because it's rylize is a little expensive in its current form is when if i'm playing swain going rylize into imperial mandate because the rylize slow procs imperial mandate when your alt's going off it's like as soon as the imperial mandate can go back on that person it is applying to them and you can do you know with another champion you can do a lot of damage in a team fight with that and it's a lot tankier than going the other way where you go like leandries and something else um this makes that a lot better because you're not really worried about yourself doing damage so much as slowing, providing CC, and then letting your teammates do damage. So I, I've been liking that, and this makes that a lot more viable. That build doesn't work great when you get behind on gold and you take Draven runes. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> yeah, that one, was, that one wasn't very fun. <laughs> that was a rough game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm i just sad about the 15 ability power loss because the only champion I consistently build this item on is Malzahar. Okay. It's nice. It, it's an overall buff for Malzahar for sure still um, because you're getting it so much cheaper. You can get into your next items because the slow is really all you care about on it. But I did I, I, I did like the, the 90 ability power for it. That was, But overall, it's, it's a massive buff to the item, especially for like bruisers. So, I don't know. I'm pumped. Um, the other notable thing on here... There are actually two notable things. One of them is that both Chemtech and Hextech Drake are getting tweaked a little bit. Um, chain Lightning damage at high levels on the Hextech Drake is getting reduced. It used to go from 25 to 75. Now it's going 25 to 50 based on attacker's level. Um, and then the other one, Chemtech Drake... Uh, let's see... Instead of getting 80% base health and 50% bonus health, you're getting 70% base health and 40% bonus health, so you're not as tanky on the on the zombie, on the, the um, dragon soul. And instead of lasting four seconds, it lasts three. I don't think that fixes the problem, but it makes it slightly less annoying. Um, and the yeah. rift... Uh, let's see. We're making a few changes to make the ahead team slightly less advantaged when fighting in the Chemtech Rift. Slightly okay. less advantaged. Okay. <laughs> uh, the offensive action camouflage timer. I don't know what that means. It means when you do when you cast an ability, you're uncamouflaged. Oh, okay. So instead of being and uncamouflaged, so it takes longer to be camouflaged, yeah. which doesn't matter because you're waiting people for you to face. Yeah, you're you you're going to blow so them up I mean, in like one second. It's again riot being like hey look we're doing something to it see we we know yeah. and then it's like well you're not really addressing the core problem yeah. here it, which is what they do with a lot of their champions uh, so that's going from 1.5 seconds to 2.5 and then the bonus jam- damage versus enemies with more current health you could get up to 10% now you're getting up to 12% uh, yeah. it's like with uh, Samira too like they oh we'll give her mana like that's not why Samira's struggling <laughs> she's not struggling because she doesn't have because she has mana problems here she's struggling because her level one ultimate does, literally does zero extra damage and now they gave it to her but now it's also reduced mana so it's gonna be one of those things where it's gonna they just keep piling things on and then eventually it becomes overpowered yeah that's what I'm worried about Samira but uh but but this is what needed to be done last patch and 
they finally did it. And that's kind of what they're doing with Chemtech Dragon here. I mean, at least it's something. It, it, yeah, it's something, but I'm still going to hate that map with all of my body and soul. Yeah. Then uh, the other thing that uh, is really of note is that Sona and Vane are getting VFX updates. Oh, shit. I didn't even see that. Uh, this flew really under the radar. I It's, oh. like, towards the bottom. Uh, base Sona, complete overhaul. Uh, minor details on some of the like lesser skins that don't do too much. Arcade Sona is getting a complete overhaul. DJ Sona is getting a complete <laughs> overhaul and additional special celebration effects for each passive aura. I just read that. I want to know what that is. I do too. I, I, I have, have, D- DJ, I have Sona. DJ Sona. Yeah. I got it randomed. <laughs> so like, I want to know what that is. And then yeah. Vayne's base is getting complete overhaul and some tweaks on her other skins. Yeah, um, interesting to see yeah. how they look. Other than that, a whole bunch of bug fixes, including the orange box bug, where they just show up in random places. Allegedly, that has been fixed. Doubt it. I doubt it as well. <laughs> I'm going to say it's probably not going to happen as often, which is like all the time. Uh, but they're going to be... Those rascals, will, you'll find them somewhere. I think that's going to do it for patch notes this week. Um, I think this is going to be a fun patch. Yeah, I like I said, for solo queue, I think it will be, but I'm terrified that Samira is going to be Samira Tom Kench, or sorry, Senna Tom Kench Kingdom in pro play, and that's like the most boring meta of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we're getting Zeri this patch at some point. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. The 20th, right? Uh, that would be tomorrow for us. That would be yesterday for the day that this comes out. Fair enough. If she does come out on the 20th. I didn't look at that. I assumed you guys had that sussed out. Zip, zap, and zoom across Summoner's Rift with Zeri on January 20th. I was seeing... Is it right? August? Yeah. Someone on Twitter was talking about how they were they were bug-fixing Zeri. Yeah. <laughs> where, <fixed> like, <laughs> she, she, she was doing, like, insane amount of damage to towers. And he goes, I finally managed to get her to stop doing, like, 1,000% damage to towers, but now she one-shots the Nexus. <laughs> it's like... Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they got all. Of I, I am curious about about her. Um, I think you, if you want to play her, I think you have to ban a Mumu Callista. I think you, she physically cannot win that lane. Like that, I, I think you just ban one of them, or I, I think like our both of them. Problem. So she has an interaction with the Mumu. I don't. A Mumu for sure needs to be banned. Yeah, a Mumu's passive. Is it his passive? Mm-hmm. Is where he does. Is E it passive on his yeah. E? Yeah, basically he he takes like is it a percent damage of? No, it's flat. Or he he blocks flat damage. Yeah, he blocks like eight flat or like a certain number of flat damage, which is like more than what yeah. each of her individual shots do. So she ends up literally doing zero yeah. damage. So Zeri's Zeri's Q, which is her auto attack, let's say hypothetically, does eighty damage, and it shoots let's say 10 bullets so each bullet does eight damage and a mumu blocks let's say nine flat damage so he blocks every single individual bullet for a total of like zero damage she does do she does like do damage to him but it's literally like one or two damage and he like health regens over it immediately does she reset his tantrum cooldown immediately because that cooldown gets reduced when she gets hit by an auto attack. Probably, yeah. Also, that's also probably true. Oh, boy. Yeah, you cannot. I, I, you have to ban a Moom if you want to play this champion. I'm convinced. Unless they have like some kind of workaround. I was going to say, I imagine that that which would get they changed. Would need that to specify. Seems a little they crazy. would need to specify. Yeah. But I mean, that's like, a, you know, when I was feeling adventurous and playing a Moom with top. That was like the same thing I'd abuse where like you take the entire minion aggro the minions don't do damage to you because you're maxing e and you just and then your e's like permanently off cooldown because the minions are attacking you when you trade so that aspect they didn't so I, they'd have to do some kind of special interaction with that and i feel like they have to say it so what's the Callista thing uh, you, you have to aim your q right <laughs> Callista's oh. constantly jumping <laughs> so i watched a couple clips that are they like i'm like i can't hit this character <laughs> And it was the funniest thing in the world to watch. Yeah, I could see where that would be a problem. Huh. Okay. 
Well, yeah, that's looking forward to it. This is going to be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I think she'll be super fun, but I think she might have some uh, some interactions that won't be the best for her. Ramus for another one for doing a ton of damage to her. Oh God, Thornmill must eat her up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. I can't wait to play that. <laughs> uh, the next thing on the docket for this week, CEO and founder of TSM, Andy Reginald Din, has been accused by multiple former employees of workplace bullying and abuse. Both Riot Games and TSM itself are now conducting investigations into allegations made against Din. In short, Reggie's an asshole, and it might actually cost him in court. No one's yep. surprised. When this uh, when this broke, just looking on Twitter, I saw a lot of people that are like, kind of in the Twitch gaming sphere, living in LA or whatever. And there was a lot of anecdotes of like people being like, "Yeah, I met him at a party one time, and he was just a, an asshole to me for no reason. He, he didn't know my name, and he's just, he just he was like, do you know who I am?" And like was threatening me. I don't know if all those are true. What I do know is true is that he treated Dyrus like an asshole in one video that I saw in like 2013 or 2012 or whatever it was. And I've hated him ever since. I don't like the guy. Um, so this doesn't come as a surprise to me. And it'll be really interesting what comes out of this. Because potentially, uh, like worst case scenario for him, uh, I don't know if they have like a board of directors, but they have some sort of power to remove him from TSM and he made the company. So I don't know what, what's going to happen with that. What's the worst thing Riot can do to him? Do you guys know? They can uh, remove him from TSM technically. It's no different. Well, they they, they could remove TSM from LCS, which they'll never do. Right. right? They, they can't remove think him of from, it, his own, from that company. We've been in the situation before. Thing. Think of the Echo Fox situation. One of the yeah, but that was that wasn't the same situation. Though. Well, you have one that you was, have one of the owners was, who's doing something that was bad, the owner, yeah. and you have that was the owner who wouldn't sell, right? So then, like, so Riot Which, removed Echo Fox from the LCS. They were like, you have this yeah, date, you have this no date to, to remove him to from. Right, I'm not saying they would, but that's but that's the situation though. Is that that is what they could do? Is they would threaten? They basically threaten TSM, and they would say you have to remove Reggie or you're out and then TSM has to make that decision and then, you know, whatever. That's like, that is the worst thing that Riot could do to TSM. As also the most unlikely thing they'll do. Right. They'll find him. And... Yeah, they're not going to do anything. It's going to be... Be crazy the same if they way did. that any, any allegations happen in the, like, professional sports level. <laughs> Which is basically nothing happens. Um, I'm I'm reading through this article because I didn't I, I I brought it up so that I could get that like line because I I knew that this was a thing this happened technically we would have talked about this last week on the podcast this is a little bit old um they're t in the article I'm I'm reading an article on Dexerto I don't I I don't know any of these companies I know Kotaku is like a name but I know a lot of people don't like Kotaku, so I, it's just a video game news website. I'm trying to find if they have any speculation on what the punishments could be, if they might know more about it. Yeah, I could see the board of TSM removing Reggie, like voting to force him to sell or something. I just don't think Riot will do anything. Hmm. Yeah, they, they talked about the Echo Fox thing in 2019, too. I don't know. I guess that's a wait-and-see kind of thing. Yeah, you got to wait to see what the investigations yield. Yeah. Well, um, the last sort of League of Legends thing we have on the docket is this past weekend uh, was week one of the lock-in tournament. So officially we have Pro, play, uh, Pro League of Legends play in 2022. Uh, I'm just going to run down the two groups. Group A has Cloud9 at 3 and 0, 100 Thieves at 2 and 1 with their uh one loss coming to FlyQuest. FlyQuest at 2 and 2, TSM at 1 and 2, and Golden Guardians at 0 and 3. 
Group B has Evil Geniuses at 3 and 0, Team Liquid at 2 and 1, Dignitas at 1 and 1, CLG at 1 and 2 and Immortals at 0 and 3. So the notable ones here are Immortals and Golden Guardians both being 0 and 3 and Cloud9 and Evil Geniuses both being 3 and 0. Uh do you guys have any preliminary thoughts on whether this means anything or if we should not consider it at all given the number of academy players that are playing um some of it means something you know like eg and team liquid essentially have their full rosters minus team liquid's missing core jj so when evil geniuses and team liquid face each other and evil geniuses wins like sure you know, sure. In that game, actually, they used Core JJ. They didn't, but then they couldn't use Han Sama. So, like, sure, they're missing a player, and that's a pretty big deal. But like, I mean, it's not crazy different. You know, like hypothetically, C9's roster technically is one player away from being the roster that they were going to run at one point. Like Travis said, that C9 almost locked in. It would have been Fudge, Blabber, Copy Mid with Sven ADC and IO support. So Fudge roll swapping and Darshan being top isn't, you know, like those two C9 rosters aren't like mega different by any means. So there's a lot of things that you can still unpack. 100 Thieves and C9 haven't faced each other yet. Um, so on the group A side, that still has to happen. But I think, yeah, I think I agree with Evil Geniuses I'm most surprised with. Yeah. I think they're playing great, which I wasn't expecting right off the bat. I think with Team Liquid, uh, Han Sama is more important than Core JJ. Yeah. Well, they're... In my opinion. What's his face? So, uh, a- the, 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 yeah. or Ayla? Or... He's kind of a smart. Yeah, he was yeah, crushing he was, it. He was, he was crushing on Thrash. Where I think the other ADC in the game against EG played uh, not great. Yeah. And I, I think Han Sama is going to be the best ADC in the league, for sure. So I, I think they'll come to find that that's the lineup that they'll need to run while they're still dealing with this core JJ thing. Once they get it back, that team's scary. But I think you kind of have to... Uh, core JJ's got to do some self-sacrifice here to put their team in the best position to get first. Well, and then you got to ask, how much do these teams care about this tournament? No, what, I, what, I meant going forward after this tournament. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I don't know how long this is going to take. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I overall, I don't care about the results of this tournament because there are so many teams that are just not full strength. And yep. even, like, one player missing still makes a giant difference. Well, and then uh, you, you've in, got in the teams. TSM and Golden Guardians that are fielding just their academy roster. Yeah. So how much stock you, you can't put any stock in any of their games. Any. <laughs> Zero. So it's it, amazing they won one. <laughs> well, yeah the the game they won was against FlyQuest. I can't remember who. They're not at full strength, are they? Maybe they are. Maybe FlyQuest is. Uh, yeah, FlyQuest is full roster. Okay. So I mean, yeah, there's that. Really I guess. Roster. I don't know. I don't think TSM played bad, but like Viper was playing vain top. Like you're probably not going to see that in the LCS. I just don't think they care that much. Um, I think the meta is kind of interesting right now, though. Yeah. With like the picks. Uh, Corky is stupid. That (laughs) Corky build is does incredible damage. Yeah. Yeah. You pretty much have to play Victor into Corky. It's like the only thing that'll scale it. Uh, bot lane is just first pick Jinx every game. <laughs> yeah, that champions seems to be pretty good at this level, and no yeah. one seems to really have a solid answer to it in the bot lane. People have tried Aphilios, has been ran over. Um, yeah, I, I, it's we'll, we'll kind of see how the rest of this shapes up here. It kind of feels like way back in the day, in like season four. When every top lane matchup was like Shivana versus Nasus, like all season long, or Shivana Renekton or something, it was like three champions that just rotated in and out depending on what was banned, and it was the same matchup every game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually think the Corky Victor thing is more exciting because it's really interesting how teams play around it. Um, and it's more than just those two, too. We've seen Vex also. 
Yeah. Uh, and then I thought it was really smart. Power of Evil playing the Azir into the Vex. Whenever she ults in, you just insta-wall and got a solo kill on her because you just pushed her into tower. That's true. So we're seeing we're seeing a lot of these, you know, with with the more diversity that we're having, we're getting a lot more counter picks. It's a lot more fun that way. Do you think the diversity is because this is a tournament, and not actually LCS play, or do you think that's going to carry over? I think it'll carry over. I, I hope think, so. I, I think so. Um, I mean, unless we start getting to, you know, having to ban, you know, Red Side has to ban Samira or Tom Kench, or not Samira, sorry, Senna or Tom Kench. Yeah. And then you kind of like be like, oh, I guess we're handshaking Victor Corky mid like that. That's the that's like the worst case scenario if that happens. Like there, there should be more than two power picks or two picks that can go against each other in any lane. So we'll kind of we'll see how that shapes out. But I think right now we're getting the games that I saw seem to be pretty diverse. Yeah. With champion picks. I was really impressed with Fudge and Jojo Pune. I thought they both played really well yeah, this weekend. Jojo's crazy. He's, yeah, he's nuts. He's crazy, actually. I was going to pick so him as good. a dark horse for MVP of the split, but I don't think that's a dark horse. Yeah, oh, he's he's crushing it right now. That guy's nuts. And then yeah, Fudge I was just impressed with because he's roll swapping into this, and he, he didn't look like somebody that didn't know what they were doing, you know? Yeah, nice. Good player. I mean, it seems like all of the Cloud9 coaches are mid laners. <laughs> I don't think mid lane coaches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got uh, the Viger. He's a challenger mid main. Viger V2 or something. They got pretty sure Max is a mid lane. LS is a mid main. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a lot. If you're going to coach, if you want an infrastructure to coach up a mid lane, this Cloud9's got it. Yeah. I guess. Um, there's not really a whole lot more to talk about unless you guys want to make do you, do you guys have like an a way over reaction pick based on this like oh it's cloud nine's gonna win the split because they went three and oh or 100 thieves isn't as good as we thought they were i, I don't know i didn't like Blippo, prep that i guess but Blippo will not be an all pro top laner for all pro one two or three for spring or summer or summer, spring or summer, Jason, he will not I'm, be I'm all pro top lane. What's the criteria for that? Is that just you're a just, selection thing? Yeah, you're just voted. Just the, and one of the best three, like top three yeah. voted, or placed one, two, three. Hmm. Who's Blippo's above them? Who's gonna? Who's gonna? If we're going down that road, who's? Uh, who are the top laners that are gonna be placed? Su- one, two, Summit three. and Impact because Impact and. I think this is Hooney's year, man. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> I think this is Hooney's year. I think Whippo is going to nonchalantly int his ass off for the year. I think he'll do just the bare minimum, but it won't be enough. I think he is going to be playing weak side like every game, to be honest. But we'll see how that goes. But I, I like it. I like that prediction. It's pretty good. I think Evil Genius. I, I mean, I'm fast reaction. Evil Genius is winning the whole thing this uh, this next split. Yeah, and I mine would have been JoJo Pune is the split MVP. So that that lines up. Yeah, um, Danny's insane. His rookie year wasn't a fluke so far. Actually, for just because we haven't mentioned it yet, because we've been talking about EG so much, Vulcan was hard mm-hmm. smurfing too on Evil Geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe Laflam. Laflam. Did you see his tweet that he did? No. He scheduled a tweet. So he the tweet said, scheduled this tweet to like go halfway through smashing Team Liquid. How we doing? And so like <laughs> halfway through the Team Liquid game, they like put it up on the screen and you like read it. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, and they're smashing Team Liquid. And it's like, oh my wow. God. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. The JoJo Pune's tweet showed up at the beginning of that game. Like, who's this new mid laner? Anybody heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> 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 or something like that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, re- I, I mean, I'm, I'm a Bjergsen fanboy, so I'm honestly like rooting for Team Liquid super hard. But we'll, we'll but I don't know. I think I, they, the Team Liquid's drafts are still so boring. <laughs> They're always boring. Hey, sometimes boring wins games. <laughs> they, well, they played boring against Evil Genius. 
what was it? They had Psy on top that did they just ignored him the entire time. Hall he couldn't break, do anything. Hallbreaker redemption Psy <laughs> on top, baby. Let's go. No, it was Sunfire. He was running Sunfire Cape. Well, yeah, but then he he bought Hallbreaker. Oh, did he? I I just saw the Sunfire yeah, Cape. He brought Hallbreaker Redemption, like... and the only time he used Redemption was when he was the only one left alive on his team. <laughs> oh, yeah. He used it on himself. There were a couple games last weekend that made me really sad, where you would just see one person go in and nobody followed with him. Absolutely, everyone yeah. was just like, "Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like that." It's the nine man sleep. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so I had room for him, but good guy, like. I don't know. I don't know why Team Liquid's coaching staff is so boring. <laughs> like, find a hobby or something. <laughs> Be quirky a little bit. But yeah, I, I I think I think with the Huni one though, I think top lane champ pool is super crazy right now. Uh, I think you can play tanks. I think tanks are fine. I think Gwen is OP. I think Fiore and Camille are Fiore and Camille. I, I think uh, Gangplank's super strong. Shen with the teleport changes. I, I, I think I think Top's going to be pretty impactful over the course of the split. It's weird that you're shifts. saying Top is going to be impactful when we just had a patch that made Top lane way less impactful early. <laughs> yeah, but it makes it makes them ha- like it, it, that'll start to show who the good top laner like laners are because there's like. I don't know. Is it someday or impact? I can't remember which one it is now. They're the same person in my head, where they just like hug turret and wait for a TP play every game, and you can't do that anymore for the first 14 minutes. So, I uh, I think it's gonna be, we're gonna be seeing some more top lane smashes and games being won just because the top laner just got too far ahead. So it's, uh, I I personally love the teleport change. Seems like it's opening up for. Uh, more top lane carries as opposed to, mm-hmm. like you're not gonna see your Dyrus playing Lulu top or Malphite top and literally only being there so that they can press R on some. Like you're gonna see people that are going up there to win lane. Yeah, I think Malphite could follow into that though, because Comet Malphite is one of the most annoying things in this game to lane against. Just like Q poke, there goes a, you know a fifth of my health bar. <laughs> I mean, Q, that costs a lot of mana bar. to do though. Yeah, but you go corrupting cookies and you have infinite mana for until like nine minutes. I don't know about all and, that. And mana flow ban, it, it's it's so nuts. And you can use your TP for yourself, where you can just base early, uh, cheater recall, and grab more AP, refill on mana. I, I think I think there's a place for some malphite. All right, well, I guess we'll see if they play it. Um. All right. It'll be well, Cloud Nine that does. By the way, that's my prediction. First team to play Malphite is Cloud Nine. Thought somebody did play Malphite already. They might have. I, I didn't watch know. all the games. I didn't watch all of them either. I can't remember. I want to say that somebody did, but I can't remember who it would have been. Is there a way to see champ picks on the screen? I've spent the last five minutes <laughs> looking for a list of the matchups that showed picks for the games, and I cannot find it. And I don't know type, 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 type. if that's just me. Uh, uh, I got Google maybe have gotten something here. Uh, okay, 2022. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Malphite's been picked once. Doesn't tell me. Does it tell me who? Who is this? Show me. Fake God. Who's Fake God? Dignitas. That is Dignitas's top laner. Yeah, so he he's the one that played it. Hundred percent win rate. Interesting. <laughs> who did he play it against? Uh, this guy. Well, wait. Say, they only right? have one win, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably against Golden Guardians. Yeah, uh, it was uh, against Immortals. Oh, there you go. They're uh, they're not in Golden Guardians group. They're in Group B. So Dignitas has yeah, against uh, Jace. Really? Yeah. It's a good. It's a, a, a that Malphite with the comment is like a really good pick into AD ranged. Okay. Because their auto attack range is like the same as your Q. Yeah, I guess. Usually, so you just poke them down, and you have a shield, and you can build full armor, which he wants to anyways. There's there's a. There's so many different bands. 13 bands on Caitlyn, I guess. I guess Caitlyn is seen as better than Jinx, and Jinx is just a fallback. Top is the largest pool. 
One, two, three. That's four, not surprising. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen different uh, top lane picks, and top vein was one of them apparently. Yeah, Viper played it. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, mid not got, go well. Mid's got the second most. That is kind of support. Surprising. ADC jungle is the least diverse right now. Well, everyone's playing Hecarim. Uh, only one team played Hecarim. That's not real. Everyone's playing Zin Zhao and Viego, which also makes sense. Oh, that is true. Uh, and then followed by Lee Sin. That's six games. But 60 different champions overall uh, on ban or picks. I wonder how that compares to like, previous splits. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like 60 champions in this many games. But I don't know how many games that was. Yeah, I don't want to do the math. Yeah, I don't know how to... That's, that sounds like too much carrying the two. Yeah. I'm not really worried about But it is nice that it's not the same matchup every game. And we take those. Dude, this website's dope, by the way. I got betting stats on this. Oh, I got to become a patron to do that. Never mind. What, Leagueopedia? No, gol.gg slash tournament slash tournament match list slash LCS percent 20 lock in percent 20. I'm just kidding. Let's just go to gol.gg and see what the homepage looks like. It's... That's very bland. <laughs> but very useful. It looks like something Please. that has an insane amount of information. Quick access. I can just go to Korea. LCK Spring 2022. What do we got here? Picks and bands. Oh, I'm using this all the time. Sponsor oh. me. GOL. They even show... <laughs> oh, they have one less champion diversity than NA. They have 59 total different champions. Across how many games? That's a good question. I don't know. See, Quite a few. More. More games. Did you guys see... <laughs> Way more games. Did you guys see a couple weeks ago there was that video on the League of Legends subreddit? It was like last week. Of uh, Faker getting a pentakill stolen from him like on stage. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it's like he gets the quad, and then I don't know who someone like the middle after the rookie, kid. a rookie oh, jungler is it owner. Yeah, owner. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just goes all out, takes the fifth kill, and everybody on the team is just going like, "Oh, <laughs> like, oh, the kid did it! Oh man!" And the faker's like, "I'm being bullied." <laughs> what? Do, uh, do I, excuse me. So I just. Sorry, uh, Korea is apparently has one game of Singe support on it, and it won against a Yumi. What the fuck? Yumi's the most play, so that's the Yumi counterpick, huh? You just sprint yeah. at the ADC. You sprint at the ADC and then fling them because if Yumi yeah. like detaches, then she can't run. Get, she can't read yeah, W she gets grounded. either. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart! Wow, that's that's but galaxy, so, but so ballsy. <sighs> That's a galaxy level play that I would expect to come out of only Korea. There's no way you can do that if it's Yumi Ezreal, though. It had to have been Yumi something else. Like Yumi Ash or something? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe Aphilios. Aphilios has been played 17 times, I guess. Hmm. I found what I'm doing this evening. Yeah? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up uh, everything we've got on the League of Legends front for this week. Um, unless you guys can think of anything specifically, but I, I think we covered pretty much everything important. So yeah, I think we're good. let's move on to overall video game news. Uh, and there's one really, really big one. Uh, Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard for a measly $69 billion. That's it. That's all. $69 billion. It's only like astronomically more than any other deal like this has ever been. <laughs> so now... Well, I believe it's the third largest company acquisition ever. It would have to be. AT&T buying so Time Warner money. Cable was number one. So I can't remember what number four. two was, and then this was number three. By like $4 billion short. And then there's a huge... like. Yeah, then it's like all the way down to like fifty billion for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> still a ton. That's so much money. 
pocket change like from it, Microsoft. Like, like an unfathomable amount of money to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now Phil be. Spencer owns uh, Bobby Kotick, and hopefully, fingers crossed, Bobby Kotick gets thrown in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck Bobby Never Kotick. see him again. <laughs> All my homies hate Bobby Kotick. Yeah. This guy's a scumbag asshole. Yeah, it'll be... I'm excited to see what changes. I don't know what will. Hopefully less uh, sexual assault allegations or harassment allegations. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, but I would rather, uh, well, not rather, I w- I'm hoping good gameplay changes and less scummy marketing tools or whatever you want to call them, business yeah. strategies. Yeah. I, I'm going to assume we won't see anything like client or game side that is different for a while. I would probably give it about a year before we notice anything on our end, just because maybe Microsoft doesn't see it this way, but I certainly hope they do. They have a lot of cleaning up to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, maybe they keep the Blizzard client or Battle.net. I certainly hope they do because I actually like that client. The the beta version, not the default one they give you. Um, But I guess if it goes to the Xbox app on my computer, it's not the worst thing in the world. I would prefer it not to do that. Seems like extra work that they don't have to do. But I don't know. On on the development end, it's like how many games got canceled at Blizzard that we could get now because they're under different management. How many things are gonna change like in World of Warcraft? People have been complaining about that for years, like like two full expansions, which is four years, and people have been complaining longer than that, probably since like well, literally forever since the game came out. People have reason to complain about it. But um, some of the really egregious ones kind of started like end of Mist of Pandaria, start of uh, Warlords of Draenor, which is like 2010s, 2009, something like that. So a decade of issue after issue after issue that it really feels like the devs don't listen to their players and they keep doing this thing where it's like, oh, we hear you. We hear what you think you want, but trust me, you want this other thing. And then they go, no, we didn't want that other thing. We want this thing. And then you get like a half-assed like, okay, we'll give you the thing that you wanted. We're going to listen to you next time. And then next time rolls around and then it's like, okay, we hear what you think you want, but listen. You want this, like it's it's been cycling that for a really long time, and I'm only I, I wax poetic about it because I I care like I I play World of Warcraft enough that there's a lot of things I'd like to see changed or improved. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I who knows what's going to come out of this, but just as long the as they fact know I have that, a phone, as long as they know that, yeah, they can get Diablo they on know. My phone. <laughs> oh, Microsoft knows you have got a phone. They 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 have Candy Crush now. Oh yes. Which, by the way, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that reminds me of a funny story. You can finish your thought though. I didn't realize this. Candy Crush is the highest-grossing video game ever. Yeah. Did well, you know it's, that? It's, it's the boomer game. I yeah. I mean, that's true. I just didn't know it. It rakes money. Yeah. It ninety-nine cents at a time. Oh my god! Extra life, one level more. My uh, my fiance's brother is uh, uh, in the navy, and he had a you know submarine tour, whatever you call it. And uh, he gets back, and he's talking how he picked up a new game, Candy Crush, and he figured out how to like cheat it, where you go into airplane mode, and you can like refresh your lives. <laughs> and that's all he did for however many months he was undersea is play Candy Crush. You can refresh your lives by going into airplane mode. What is that? Like you mean? like you like reset the clock. Like you change like your phone clock, I guess, and then so you can like fast forward it. Like how you oh. like in animal like Animal Crossing, the time traveling shtick. Huh. And so you he's just sitting there at the bottom of the ocean, just <laughs> no life in Candy Crush. To me, it's the funniest image in my head. Wow. <laughs> So in interesting, I was looking for this quote. That I was going to say it took me a while to find it. 
Mm-hmm. But so there was a studio that used to be owned by Activision called Sierra. And if you were not familiar with Sierra, they made a lot of hunting games. They, well, they Activision owns Sierra Games? Yes. They made a lot of point and click adventures. That too. They made um The Hobbit, like cartoon Hobbit game. That was one of them. They made some really good hunting games that I really liked as a kid. But this is a direct quote from Bobby Kotek when they announced that they were shutting down that studio. Sierra Games is cut for not exhibiting potential to be exploited. Yikes. Oh, sorry. Let me read you a little bit more. For not exhibiting potential to be exploited every year across every platform. There we go. That was the end. <laughs> he literally said those words. It's literally a quote from him. Activision Blizzard boss Bobby Kotek has explained that various Sierra games were cut for not exhibiting potential to be exploited every year across every platform. Oh my god. You want to know what else Bobby Kotek said? <laughs> he Bobby Kotek said that he considered buying web news platforms such as Kotaku and PC to Gamer. change the image of Activision because Activision was getting a bad rep online. What do you think Kotaku's going to do? People hate Kotaku. What do you... <laughs> that's You think that's going to change your image? Make Buying the news? Yeah, so yes. anybody who's worried... Oh, excuse me. Big yawn. Anybody who's worried about Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, like, what's going to happen now? I can promise you that Phil Spencer is never going to say, well, we actually shut down Blizzard Studios because... They're not able to exploit people every year across multiple platforms. I promise you that will never happen. If you're a CEO and your entire job is to exploit, I think that job doesn't need to exist. Yeah. we. I mean, I understand. Everybody understands that the ultimate goal of buying Activision Blizzard is to make more money. They didn't do you it. You can do that without like exploiting the player right, base. Right, exactly. But you don't like... Phil Spencer knows, (laughs) he understands that making a game and it making a million dollars is that is money made. Bobby Kotek's thought process was, is if it doesn't make a billion dollars a year, just get rid of it and move people to the projects that will make a billion a year so they can now make two billion a year. Where Phil Spencer's like, well, if you make like, if everybody makes a million a year, like, look, we made a billion, like we did it, you know, and that's a hundred percent the better outlook to have because the activision was slowly suffocating every studio around it just so more people could work on call of duty to make more money and that will now hopefully slow down i i think call of duty will still be a yearly release but i don't think they'll have to choke all of the other studios around it just to make that happen anymore right bring back hots it I don't think Microsoft bought Activision to save a, a dying. No, no, they could. They MOBA. could though. They could. But maybe. But maybe. You hear I'm, my please. I'm not ruling it out. Um, <laughs> what I will say is like it's such a different business philosophy between Phil Spencer and Bobby Kotick because Bobby's like you need to spend hundreds of dollars a year on this one game. And Phil Spencer says you need to spend $15 a month for all the games. <laughs> Whatever game you want, you go ahead and play it. And he uh, I, I don't know if it was today, yesterday, but there was he he was quoted saying that he expects excuse me, he expects Sony to come up with a similar business model really soon because it's the right thing to do. You should be able to play whatever game you want, whenever you want. We have the technology. Just do it. Like, that, he's coming out and telling his competitor, like, this is good for business. Well, he's telling you his, will make, like, he is telling his competitor, oh. do what we're doing, and then proceeds to pay $70 billion to buy a shit ton of games. And then it's like, and then I'm sure Sony was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, what, like, what is oh Sony supposed God. to do now against that? You know? Buy Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo's <laughs> or Nintendo Nintendo's worth. Which one's bigger? Nintendo's current worth this year is seventy three billion dollars. So they literally were three billion dollars short of actually buying Nintendo. So, well, I'd have to agree to it. Well, for sure. But like, think, but think <laughs> of that logic though. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Microsoft is more than capable of doing that. <laughs> they could literally just buy Nintendo. There's no way that was... $69 billion was not... Is that how that works? Is that literally what uh, Activision's net worth was? I don't think I, it, it goes vastly by decreased. It's they said that it's been vastly decreasing this last year because of the yeah, lawsuit. So they probably yeah. Microsoft probably got it at a steel price for what it's actually worth. So Did you think that they were bigger than Nintendo? Yep. yep. Nintendo Activision Nintendo was the fourth largest. Activision Blizzard was the third, and Microsoft was the oh, fifth. And Microsoft gotcha. is now the third, and Nintendo's still the fourth. Um. I, think, I don't remember what I was about to say. The next largest company to purchase now is probably EA or Ubisoft. Someone please, someone please buy both of them. Yeah, get them both. <laughs> New EA. Get especially, them both, man. and then imagine? let me never use either wanna, of those launchers again. So, like, we I just enjoy told sports games. You again. just told the Sony player base that they don't get to play Call of Duty anymore, and then you're gonna. We don't know that. We don't we're, know. That. We're speculating that. Let's be clear about that. I will guarantee that future <laughs> Call of Duties are Xbox. <laughs> the opinions not. of Logan Hoppy hereby discussed. Hundred percent guaranteed. Do not represent not Talk of the Rift as a whole. Hundred percent guaranteed. Not counting the 2022 release because that might already have a contract nah. signed for yeah, yeah. to be on PlayStation. But All right, is that a reminder? You're gonna you're gonna tell PlayStation people they they also can't play any sport games anymore. Like, oh my god. I, I want to know what it's actually like to be a PlayStation exclusive fan right now. Like, if they're legit pissed off, if they're like, ah, oh, who I cares? Mean, like, we don't play these games anyway. I mean, PlayStation still has better exclusives. If we're talking, yeah. like, quality of game. Although I mean, quality, sure. Xbox is pecking away at it. They I mean, Like, right. Microsoft gets the show now, which was one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. But right, right, because the new Final Fantasy is exclusive. Uh, shoot, what else was I'm blanking on? Something it was in God of War. Is that PS PlayStation exclusive? Yep, God yeah. of War. But now it's Last on PC. of Us, Spider Man, Horizon. Yeah, Horizon's also on PC. If you're a those are the like single player um, fan. But those are so, those so are like the old ones that after X amount of years. Because Sony has a weird thing for not putting their games on PC, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll kind of see how it all Sony shapes should... out. I, I don't think they're making Call of Duty exclusive. There's no way. I think Warzone will continue to be on PlayStation, and all Call of Duty releases will be Xbox exclusive after 2022. Calling it. All right. You don't spend $70 billion to share your toys with the other kids. Fuck them. I'm trying to think. There was a tweet that I saw. This isn't really related, but I was just thinking about, like, stupid thing, stupid things game devs have said. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find it. It was, like, the art director at... Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Because I know who I know who quote tweeted it, so I just gotta look for the picture. Uh, no, no. Okay, Raf Grassetti. Um, I'm gonna find out. What exactly? He's the head of art at. So wait, making games at Sony Santa Monica. How old is that? That's not what I remember seeing. What does his Twitter bio say? Oh yeah, it is. Okay, the art director at Sony PlayStation for God of War. Okay. Uh, was tweeting something about NFTs. Um. <laughs> And oh, the first tweet was like deleted, so I'm trying to get context here. This tweet have there must be a lot of people that have already been affected negatively. Would love to know more about it. I think the tweet was about like how NFTs were bad for the environment because of I I don't know. It just it, it was like an anti NFT thing, and he was like questioning it. 
And then uh, somebody says, just say you want to make money from idiots and harm the environment in the process and get it over with. You've already stopped me from making a God of War PC purchase today, so well done. Listen to the people. And he comes back with, I can't believe he said this. Well, typed it. You can do whatever you want with your life. Video games make a lot more money from idiots and harm the environment a lot more than a JPEG. I just asked a question. It's all about perspective. (laughs) He is a person that makes money selling video games to people he just called idiots. And those yeah. idiots will continue to purchase the games. Yeah, they don't they don't care about what he said. It's I oh. But it the audacity of that. Like buy another video game nerd fucking loser. <laughs> what do you you all oh, you want Oh God of War looks so good. Thanks. Where's my money, bitch? <laughs> I mean he's not wrong. I just, oh my god, I I couldn't believe I read it, <laughs> I, and that yeah, it was I, a real thing. Yeah, you can't argue with the facts. But also, he's defending NFTs, and I just, I don't know how I feel about those either. Yeah, yeah, I uh, just don't want to see. It's not even about the NFTs; it's the people that back NFTs on social media are the most obnoxious people on earth. Troy Baker. It, it's so terrible. Like <laughs> you're constantly promoting it because you know if you don't, it's not going to become anything. So they put like their entire life onto it, saying it, so it's such a good deal. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it just feels like a trap, and it feels too complicated. And you know, right-click, save image. Yeah, it it's definitely like the people that are yelling the loudest about NFTs are the ones that want to make money off of people that don't know what NFTs are. It's like, oh, yeah. NFTs are super cool, man. You, you want to be a crypto bro? Buy my monkey. Dude, this monkey, this mo- you ain't seen a monkey like this. It's like a yes, zombie. I I've <laughs> seen a thousand zombies. I've seen a thousand monkeys like that. It's now my monkey now too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, comrade. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh man, I I think the technology behind NFTs is gonna be like something huge. That's like the building blocks of the future. What NFTs right now are, I think personally, is a fucking scam. Yeah. Yep. But that's just me. Keep NFTs out of video games until we know more about them. I don't. Maybe indefinitely. I don't care. Although I did see someone played. uh, They were able to, or they said like this might be where I can make my shrek nft a playable character in nba 2k and it's like a picture of shrek like oh. dunking on somebody my <laughs> god of, that was funny all right well i think we've rambled long enough yeah i'd say so we're gonna call this a podcast i want to thank you guys all for listening to talk of the rift episode 28 which i just now remembered to say let's go so i don't have to record a little foreword for this so you're welcome for not having to hear me before you heard the intro music this week. Uh, for January 21st. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Just a reminder, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Twitch at Talk of the Rift. Technically, we have a YouTube channel, which I just remembered we used to upload uh, the podcast audio to that as well. Might not start doing that. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with that, but it's there. If you want to find it and follow it, you go ahead. You do you. Um, we actually had someone answer our question of the week last week. Oh. Uh, Logan, would you like to read the question of the week for, well, two weeks ago, I guess. And the response, do you have that up? Would that take a little, little while? I, I had it up. <laughs> you had it up? I'll, I'll give you a second. I can vamp. I'm not very good at vamping. My vamping is talking about how I'm not good. This is like if someone tells me to talk, I'm literally just talking about how I'm talking until they tell me to stop. Is that weird? No, I think it's a good strategy. I mean, I don't know what... If someone's just like, say something, and you're like, uh... Something. So, uh... What do you want me to say? I don't... (laughs) So usually I just sit here and and talk about how I'm killing time. And usually Uh, it's over with by now. Yeah, typically... I haven't gotten this far before. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so I've had it up the whole podcast. time. I've just been waiting oh for you to God. stop talking. 
<laughs> I hate this. You could have jumped in at any point. Could have. Didn't. Oh, my God. Question right. was, what are your goals for season 12? And we got a reply. It was from me, and I said my goals are to be the best podcaster ever. So there you go. Boom! <laughs> Big reveal. We did it. Wow. I just wanted to test it to see what, like, where the answers actually were at on the website, because I actually couldn't find where they would even be. So I found yeah, it. Yeah, I also, I also was curious about if, like... There, there was a world where someone would respond, and we just didn't know where to find it, and we would come back next week, and like nobody responded to the question that that one person would be like, "Oh, I know, I did. <laughs> me, look at me." <laughs> um. Well, now we know. Yeah. So, so his goal for see, you're you're gonna be the best pod. Do we get to be second best, like tied, or what's going on with that? Sure. If that's your goal, or is it just the, the best podcaster you can be? I can be third, like no one ever was. Like no one ever was. Do you have a question for this week? Um, do I have a question this week? What would you do with $69 billion? Would you buy a video game company? Ooh. No. That's a good one. We'll do that. There we go. All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Peace. Bye. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.